Hi, this is Norman Reedus, and you're listening to the Little Ass Kickers on the Walking Dead Cast. Hey Zed Heads, welcome to our podcast. I'm Jason. And I'm Jen. And this is The Walking Dead cast episode 98. And we have another special edition for you. We finally were able to get Norman Reedus. Woohoo! We haven't talked to him yet. We're waiting for him to call in a few minutes here. Um, you may notice Karen's voice has changed a little. <laughs> <laughs> I have a cold. <laughs> it's the cigarettes. <laughs> you just started last night, huh? A full pack. Um, no, so yeah, I was like, Karen, I told Karen, oh, we, we got Norman. And she's like, yes. And then, and I'm like, can you do it? And she's like, yes. And then yesterday or, or she called me and she's like, I can't do it. And her boss called her off to do some offsite. So um, I thought, who should I ask? Because I thought, you know, you can't do a Norman Reedus interview without having a female presence. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought of you. Um, you, Yeah, you were the first one I thought of. I think you, you, I mean, we've been, Jen and I have been working together on some things. She's helping us with this San Diego event that I've been talking about. And she, I um, am? Yeah. Well, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you are. You are. And, uh, and, and other things. And uh, also, you just happen to have, asked a question on the Walker Stalker podcast. Yes, I did. I just had him on. Are that was you crazy. How was that? Yeah. Oh, it was it was great. I mean, um it to be honest with you when I answered the phone and I heard Norman's voice and I heard the, you know, James and Eric's voice, I I basically everything just kind of went blank. <laughs> just kind of like how you hope that it doesn't happen. But you wrote and, it down, um, right? I didn't. I had it all in my oh, head. Oh, no. <laughs> I actually ditched an office meeting that I was in. I'm like, I got to take I this call. That. It just they ran out. I played that part. Yeah. yeah. And um, so I, I was already prepped to to ask my question. Are you afraid that women are going to be mad at you because you get to talk to them on two different podcasts? <laughs> um, you know what? I'd be jealous, too. <laughs> <laughs> but I went and found the one person who you don't even think he's attractive, right? No, you know what? I think he's very hot. I'm just kidding. I, you know, we were we were discussing <laughs> last night that you know, again, this is another side conversation that I'm the type of female that um, if if you have a great personality, and I know this sounds like total BS, if you have a great personality, you're funny, you're smart, intelligent, and you're your own person, then I think that makes you attractive. Okay. So you're saying he's not actually very good looking. No, he, <laughs> I think he's kind of like, like, he's I, kind of a so, rough around the edges or something. Yeah, yeah. Like Adrian Brody, you know, sometimes yeah, yeah. I find Adrian Brody's really attractive. And then other times I'm like, Oh, yeah. whoa. Well, yeah. Adrian Brody, he did he's, the pianist, right? Yes. Yeah. Which was amazing. Mm -hmm. And then he went on to do a bunch of kind of mediocre movies. Yeah, exactly. A and a Pepsi commercial. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was a Pepsi commercial. And he had like billboards around LA of himself with big yeah. muscles or something. <laughs> Right. I remember seeing those. Really parlay that as well yeah. as we could have. It's Jeremy Renner's another one too. He's he's kinda odd looking, but then yeah. he can he You know, can... I went to school with him. We graduated the same year. Shut up, really? Yeah. I didn't even know him that well. But <laughs> in our twenty year reunion, he was uh -huh. there and he was surrounded by women. Oh, of course. Oh. <laughs> so was it recently? 
Uh, it was in, uh, when was that? Nine, uh, 2009. Oh, okay. So now everybody wow. knows how old I am. Totally oh, fine. You're still younger than me. Um, okay, well, now that we've revealed something about ourselves, let's uh, <laughs> let's we'll be right back with Norman. Yay. Hello. Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, how you Hi. doing? How are you? How are you? It's going good. How you doing? Good, good. good. Very good. Good. Um, I, I'm Jason. I've got my friend Jen here. Uh, you actually talked to her a couple of days ago on the Walker Stalker podcast. Hi, Norman. <laughs> oh, right on. Hi, Dude, how are I, you? I ditched my office meeting to talk to you. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Oh, <laughs> Great. Are you playing hooky again right now? No, I'm actually working from home. A couple things came up, so I, I'm home today. So. Couple things came up. Couple quote unquote things. <laughs> hey, so um, let's jump right in. I, I asked Jen if if uh, she'd ask the first question. Oh, okay. Here we go. Um, so I, Norman, I noticed that on the show when they do behind the scenes um, snippets, that you and your fellow cast members seem to have like a really good solid rapport. Um, is there anyone in particular that you hang out with when you're not filming the series? Oh wow! Probably Andy the most, to be honest. Um, I mean, he lives in he lives in in, uh, in London, and I live in New York. But when we're both in Georgia, probably him the most, and Stephen, probably Stephen and Andy. And Stephen, I've gone out with a couple of times uh, here in New York while he was working out here, and um, also John too, John Bernthal. Oh, that's cool. Um, I hang out with him too, but mostly those three dudes. What do you guys do? Well, Andy and I go, you know, we go to dinner and see movies and stuff in Atlanta and, you know, on set, he and he's pretty much in my trailer the whole day. Oh. Um, uh, you know, we, we hang out there and then Stephen and I, you know, we've gone to some restaurants out here and stuff and he's got some family members in New York, so he comes out here every once in a while. What, what, did, what about... You know, Shake the Hooters, that's what we all do, yeah. Shake the Hooters. How romantic. Seriously, you do that? No, oh. I've never been to a Hooters. I'd love to see the reaction. <laughs> All the fans. Yeah. So, what is it about An- Andy that you admire the most? Oh man, he's he's just such a good guy. You know, he um he's got a great sense of humor. He's uh, super smart. Um, he's uh, I don't know. He's kind of like our quarterback of our team, and mm-hmm. you know, it's, I mean, there's you know lots of ways he could be, and he's chosen to, uh, you know be a friend to everybody and he really gets into character development, his own and, you know, other people's and he's really into telling the, you know, the most truthful, truthful story that he can. So, uh, you know, there's a, he's in a lot of conversations when we're talking about storylines and we're talking about, uh, you know, different characters, what they would do, you know, in certain situations. He's, he's really a hands-on quarterback and he's, uh, you know, he's, he's, and sort of an inspirational person to mm-hmm. us all. Kind of a motivational speaker <laughs> on the sideline. <laughs> I mean, I'm just so impressed. Tim Robbins. Right, Tim Robbins, is that that guy's name? It, uh, no, uh, it's Tim, uh, Jim. Tim, not, what the fuck wait. is his name? Something not Tim Robbins. Robbins. No, actor. One's an, one's an actor. One was Anthony, on. It's Anthony Robbins. That's right. Anthony Robbins. That's yeah. what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's so raw. And, uh, and, uh, yeah, I guess you've always been pretty raw too. I, I I was really impressed with like 
when this last episode you confronted Martinez, you looked seriously pissed off. And I wonder if in that moment you really feel like this is my enemy and you're feeling all that anger. Well, I just hate that fucker. Um, <laughs> that helps. No, he's, I mean, Jose's like, well, he's such a cool guy and he and I get on really well. But, um, I mean, the whole point of that was to show like, you know, that we're just normal people and, you know, we probably wouldn't be, you know, uh, going to kill each other, you know, in the morning, so mm -hmm. to speak. But, uh, you know, and, and to give more weight to Andy's decision and what he's got to do to give up Michelle and not give up Michelle. So, right. um, yeah, I mean, it's not that I was pissed. It was just, you know, Daryl's got Daryl's a hothead. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Somebody's in his face, tells him to shut up. He wants to just kill him, mm -hmm. you know? But then again, there's so much death on the show and, you know, everyone's fighting for their lives every second. So, uh, you know, he's, uh, Martinez isn't the enemy, you know, the governor's the enemy and, you know, we're following Rick. So whatever those guys say is going to go down, is going to go down, you know, but, you know, the whole point was to just show that these guys probably wouldn't have hated each other if this wasn't all happening. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. 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 When you when you're in those really intense, fiery, smoldering character <laughs> scenes, um, is there anything you do to get into your Daryl Dixon intense mode? Like, do you think about stuff, or do you have a routine that you that you actually do before you film those scenes? Um, yeah, you know, it's 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 more the in between things. You know what I mean? It's it's um, you know, it's, I, I'm trying to play him not just like a guy that fights, but it, like you know, to show a reason why he fights or why he's always had to fight. You know what I'm, I've always said he's, he, you know, he fights because he's always had to. He's always had his back up against the wall his whole life. So he's that type of a fighter. You know, he's a defensive guy. He's not like a, uh, he doesn't plot out his his actions or or uh, he doesn't think them through so much. Mm -hmm. You know, he's more of a, what'd you say? What'd you say? Type of a guy. So, you know, I just, I just kind of, you know, get in that mode, but, you know, I listen to a lot of Motorhead, and then I get all riled mm -hmm. up, and then I there you uh, go. get irritable, ir irritable, you know what I mean? I, I get the sense, and I could be way off base here, but to some degree, you're kind of like that. Like, I've seen, like, you seem to act on playfulness sometimes, like, uh, you brought the stink bomb to the Image Expo, and I saw a picture of, of you, like, this girl had a... R2-D2 <laughs> tattoo on her uh, armpit and, and you took a picture where you're going to lick it. It's like you just get inspired and you do these playful off the cuff things. What's that? What's I'm just kind of, a, I'm just kind of a dork. I think, um, <laughs> you know, that stink bomb. I remember that. That smelled so bad. Oh my God. I don't think we were expecting it to stink that bad. <laughs> um, I mean, we, we sort of shut down that whole, that whole panel discussion because that stink bomb smelled so awful. Nice. Um, but, uh, I mean, I'm kind of a, I mean, I'm like that in a way that I don't, I don't just tell you everything as I meet you unless I'm, you know, completely nervous. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, I don't, I don't, I, I keep my secrets as long as possible. So I'm mm -hmm. sort of like that. Um, uh, I'm not overly trusting of everybody. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I'm kind of like that, but, um, yeah, I mean, to a certain extent, there's a lot of of me and Daryl, and a lot of Daryl and me. But I don't. I'm not as hot headed as that. I don't freak mm. out like like he freaks out. Mm. You know, I kind of laugh stuff off more than I'll kill you. I'll kill you. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably good. 
when I when I do these interviews, I've talked to pretty much all your castmates, and I kind of just feel into what I'm actually the most curious about, and and ask that. And I was thinking about you, and I'm like, I'm the most curious about just the response you get from people, and you get it feels like, you know, of course you got all these women admirers and I asked on, on our Facebook page, does anybody have any questions? And I got like, will he marry me and stuff like that? (laughs) And, uh, and then, but men too, you know, they're just like, they look up to you and it feels like, uh, people trust you and they I'm gonna marry all of them all the men all the women everybody the answer <laughs> but people trust you and they kind so of their, they let their guard down <laughs> and I'm so impressed that you have that effect and I just wonder is there some like philosophy or perspective that you have that kind of translates into that reality that's a deep question I don't know if, I don't know if there's a philosophy here or it's pre-thought you know um, no yeah no no I wouldn't say pre-thought but like yeah, I don't, yeah I, don't, I don't know if there's like a philosophy, a philosophy behind it or anything, but um, I don't know. You know, I've, I've, you know, I didn't grow up with money or privilege or, you know, I, I feel like I've gotten really lucky, you know, where I'm at right now. So, uh, you know, and even like, you know, with Boondock Saints, I mean, that, that film didn't go to theaters and it was all word of mouth. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so I always felt like, you know, that movie was, you know, the people's movie, you know, our movie. And I think I've just sort of rolled into this dream job like that, you know, like this is all, this is ours, you know, it's not just mine. Uh, you know, and a lot of, uh, the joy I get from doing this character is a lot of people come up to me and say, Oh, we really like that character. And I put a lot of work into this character. So, um, and I'm still putting a lot of work into it. So I, I kind of feel like, you know, it's our character and it's our role. And, it's not just mine. So, uh, you know, there's no real walls up like that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. That's cool. That makes any sense whatsoever. Yeah, it does. Like, uh, I, I think on, when you refer to Boondock, Boondock Saints as the people's film or movie, I think what you are, you're the man's man. You're kind of every man's or most men's kind of idea of, you know, you're a fighter, you take care of things, you, you know, I think that's why a lot of male um, fans like Daryl Dixon, too. Uh, that's nice of you to say. I mean, maybe, you know, I don't, I don't know what that is. I mean, I'm always injured. I'm always, I'm always getting stitches. I'm always, like, getting hurt. I'm always, like, saying stupid stuff. I'm always, like, doing the wrong thing. So maybe they just feel sorry for me. <laughs> hey, you brought up Boondock Saints. If you don't want to talk about this, it's cool. But I'm curious what you think of just all the com- controversy about Troy Duffy, the director of that movie. Well, I mean, you know, Troy definitely, I mean, he's, you know, he's, he can be, he's got like multiple personalities, that guy. I mean, one, one's like a really caring, honest, sweet guy, and the other one's just like a tornado, you know? So, you know, I mean, he he's definitely a guy that has conviction, you know what I mean? Like, he means what he says, and, uh, he, you know, I, I mean, there's certain elements of that I like. I like when people blurt out something stupid and they're like, oh shit, did I just say that? You know what I mean? Yeah. And then it, it, as opposed to being somebody who's, you know, every word that comes out of their mouth is, you know, a routine and they have, you know, they've, they've you know, trained themselves to be a certain way or say a certain thing or have some permanent smile on their face. I mean, mm-hmm. I like people that, you know, like trip over curbs, you know, and he's definitely a dude that has tripped over a lot of curbs, but he's also, you know, jumped buildings at the same time. So, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. 
you know, he's definitely his own person. As far as, uh, you know, that film Overnight, that was made by, you know, some of his friends. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, then at the end of it, you know, they were like, oh, we need money for this. And he's like, oh, my money's in Boondock Saints. And that wasn't our deal. And they got into a fight. And then they edited it to make him look like the worst person on the planet. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you have a you have a couple of years with the footage of anybody. You can make him look like an asshole. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he's he's definitely part of that parts of overnights are true because you know it's him saying stuff and then parts of it are just you know uh you know stirred into making him look as bad as possible just you know for some sort of weird bending that's great but i appreciate your um your perspective on that i I actually saw that movie before i ever even heard of boondock sank so it it was a weird way to come to come to it (laughs) i mean you know, you got a guy who's got a record deal. He's on the cover of magazines. His film is, like, sought after by everyone. Every actor in Hollywood wants to be in it. Like, you know, he's a young guy, and, you know, egos, egos swell up, especially over there in that town. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, it, you know, parts of it are true, and parts of it, you know, aren't. Got it. Um, I want to switch gears a little bit. So I'm curious, do you, do you think that Daryl day-to-day is thinking about what he wants out of life or is he just too busy surviving? I think he's, he was too busy. Well, I don't know. It's complicated because, you know, I think he originally went into that camp with his brother, you know, we're going to kill all these people and take all this shit. Hmm. And then the brother went away and Daryl sort of was by himself and he had to reevaluate. He didn't try to reevaluate things. He did think, you know, things, different questions started popping up and so they got different answers and I think you know he's he's starting to care about people and people rely on him and the, you know those are two things that he never had before so he's starting starting to become his own person in, in a lot of ways and becoming this man that he would have never become um, and you know in some weird ways it's it's all of this is helping him grow I mean I think it's helping all the characters grow to be honest but um mm-hmm. He, you know, he's being faced with a whole bunch of situations he wasn't prepared to face, and you know, hunting and tracking and killing and stuff like that. He's pretty good at. So, it's the emotional things that I think are weighing on him a little bit. And uh, what about you? Do you think about just like generally what you want out of life? Uh, Sometimes on a personal level, I do. I mean, you know, I, I, I want to watch my son grow up and become, you know, the cool guy that I know he's going to become. And, uh, you know, things like that. You know, I have some personal things that I'd like to accomplish, uh, you know, and then I have work things that I'd like to accomplish, and some of them are large and some of them are small. And, um, you know, I'd, I'd like to do some of the artwork that I started off doing and get back into that sometimes. Uh, uh, but you know, I'm just I'm just enjoying it all right now, and I'm you know I, I'm, I'm working really hard, and you know I just got my nose down you know to the grinding wheel, and I'm just trying to do a good job at what's in front of me, you know. Um, speaking of, since you're an artist and photographer, um, what inspires you? What are you curious about in life? What when you're you know taking pictures or whatever you're doing? Um, I don't know. You know, it's. I, it's different. It depends on where I'm at, you know, um, not just physically, but, um, um, I mean, like yesterday it was raining here and Megas and I were walking down the streets and there's all these like 
fucked up umbrellas all over the street, like, <laughs> you know, umbrellas that were just like bent backwards and thrown on the street and, you know, just all these, you know, when it's really windy here, you see all the umbrellas flip inside out and people just throw them on the ground sometimes. So we were walking around taking pictures of, of dead umbrellas. <laughs> and I was telling, I was telling Migas, I was like, we should go back home and we should make like little graves. We should come back and put little graves on <laughs> wounded soldiers in the street and he was like yeah let's go do that but then we got wrapped up doing something else. But, um, <laughs> you know you know what i mean so it's just like yeah. things i find or things i see or what's going on you know it's right like, I don't know. That was just there. do you do you kind of gravitate towards things that are or like would normally be looked at as ugly or or uh, destroyed or something seems like like you did a roadkill thing yeah right? well yeah i mean you know of you know, lots of people have told me that, you know, like, I try to, I, I find really ugly, grotesque things and I try to make them pretty. And, mm. you know, maybe that's something that's deep down inside of me or maybe that's how I feel about myself or when I, how I used to feel about myself mm. more. But, um, but it, you know, I, I don't know. I've always just done that and I didn't consciously try to do that until so many people told me that was what I was doing and now I kind of wish they never told me I was doing that. <laughs> But, you know, it's like, yeah, I did a, I did the show of, of Roadkill. Um, I had 30 big photos uh, uh, for Oxfam charity that I did. It was all Roadkill. And there were, like, you know, beautiful shots of, you know, eyeballs wow. popped out of cats and stuff. But, um, uh, yeah, and then I have three short films that are a lot like that. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I guess so. Do, I don't you, know. do you ever think of zombies as art? Have you ever thought about that? Yeah, totally. You know that. I, I mean, they are the, the way that Greg and his team do them. Yeah. it's definitely art. You know, you, you see like the the lost, scared mo- person behind the monster. I mean, that's what makes them scary. You know, and then Grace Walker, who built our prison, like that thing should be in the Louvre. I mean, every inch of that thing is just magic. I mean, he's got like mm. moss dripping down in weird little areas and rust spillage and. I mean, like so much thought is put into every you know square inch of that thing. So, yeah, I, I see all that, and it's sort of the same thing. I guess. That's cool. Do you ever think about what they smell like? <laughs> you know what? We smell so bad running around doing the show. <laughs> I wonder if they wonder what we smell like. Um, yeah, I mean, I do think about you know the smells and stuff. You know, and, you know, also you know that survival instinct uh video game that activision just put out the game yeah, in advanced yeah. copy You're in the other day and mingus and i are yeah yeah it's funny too because i mean you hear your voice screaming like why are you you know all this stuff and <laughs> mingus was playing that and you know he's like turn on the lights you know because it's but but you know the 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 zombies in that they smell you if you stand too close to them they mm. you know they can smell you and they start coming for you but it's terrifying. It's like it's so well done that it's actually like freaks you out. It's so scary. It's good, huh? Yeah, I can. Oh my god, it's amazing! I'm blown away. Nice. Uh, I, did you play the Telltale yeah. game? Um, I did. I did. I played that for a while. That was um, that game. It, it's completely different yeah. uh, style than that. You know, um, it's it's more fast paced and it's. Uh, uh, it's less, you know, make, if you choose left, you know, or you choose right. right. It's, but it does have those elements as well. Oh, cool. Is it weird to control a tiny version of yourself? 
<laughs> yeah, I keep trying to kill myself. Um, uh, it, it's pretty weird. It's cool though. I mean, you know, it's, it, it's weird doing a video game because you don't, you know, they describe to you, okay, a helicopter is falling out of the sky and the soldiers everywhere. And you're kind of like, wait, what? Like, you know, it, you know, you're yelling, get over here. And I'm like, am I whispering? Am I screaming? Am I angry? You know, and they're kind of like, just yell, get over here. You know, so it's, it, it, it's very strange, you know, because you're not seeing what you're talking about, mm-hmm. you know. That's but funny. it's cool. Okay, I want to get uh, get into just a couple of the questions that the listeners asked on Facebook. Um, Gracie Lou wanted to know, is it true <laughs> that you wrote a zombie extra like a cowboy? That I what? <laughs> I, I don't know where she got it. she said or you wrote a, I wrote a zombie extra like a cowboy um, <laughs> giving dirty I don't even know what that means I, that sounds totally perverted and so it sounds like something I would do but I don't think that happens okay <laughs> darn uh, okay Susan Johnson wants to know she, she says she loved you as a traitorous punk in Blade 2 and wants to know what role do you like more the villain or the hero slash champion Oh, um, kind of, I think it's it's kind of interesting if you mix them together. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's like you know, I, I I like I like when bad guys do good things and good guys do really bad things. So, um, you know, that's it's hey, to just say, oh, he's a good guy, oh, he's a bad guy, isn't very interesting. But to say, oh, he's a bad guy, and you see him like crying in the corner, and mm-hmm. you feel bad for him being a bad guy, that's interesting. Or to see a good guy just freak out and murder somebody and talk somebody over it's interesting but uh i don't know you, you try to mix them together you know what i mean walking dead has a lot of I mean, I always, I always, yeah you know it's like in, you know the the bible stories about the devil like he seems so depressed you know what i mean he <laughs> just seems so bummed out you know what i mean so it, that's interesting wait what's in i don't get that because i'm not really very religious well he's like cat you know the devil he's an angel he's the most beautiful angel oh, he's right, cast right. out you know, it's just like, you yeah, just, yeah. you're like, damn, that's so depressing. You know? <laughs> awesome. I'm going to give the guy a hug, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's okay, man. <laughs> you need to just chill out. <laughs> Christina Barber wants to know how Ming, your son Mingus likes the show. Is he is he watching it? Yeah, you know, he the first season he he was kind of scared to watch it a little bit. And then um, he, you know, I told the story before, but I picked him up from school and he had this big smile on his face. And I was you go, what's up with the smile? And he goes, he goes, he says, some of the older kids at school were saying, is that Daryl Dixon? And he was going, yeah. And like, we love Daryl. And that was season one. And then, so he started to watch it. Now he's, now he's really into it. Like, you know, he's, he's constantly asking me, what happens next week? And I won't tell him. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, he's, he's been down to set and, you know, he's met all the, all the cast and all the crew and stuff. And he's, now he feels like he's in it more. He can't wait to go back, you know, down next season and watch some more stuff. And, yeah, he's really into the show. You should get him in that makeup trailer. Yeah, a little... The what? Get him in Greg's out. makeup trailer. Oh, he's been in the makeup trailer, and that, you know, little ass kicker, you know, there's a there's a rubber version of the little ass kicker, and and he, that, I think that freaked him out more than the zombies. A couple more quick ones. I, I So, a while back, Kirkman said he was going to put Daryl in the comic, but he seems to have changed his mind. Do you know what happened with that? I don't know what's going on with that. I'm, I, you know, I asked him like hundreds of times, like, put me in the book, yeah. put me in the book. Um, and, and he hasn't yet. So I, I feel like if I just keep bothering him, he's just going to, you know, 
he was just going to beat me up. So um, I would love to be in the graphic novel. I think it'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, that's he's such a genius, and he's created this, you know, this entire world. Uh, you know, to be part of that would just it would be so cool. Totally. He, yeah, Kirkman's Henri. We, we all. I'm going to ask you for this later too, by the way. But we ask everybody for a zombie sound at the end, and this <laughs> is what Kirkman did. <laughs> that's a zombie sound. <laughs> Maybe he rode the zombie extra like a cowboy. Maybe. And right? That zombie would be dead. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, so I want to know, I, you've probably been asked this a lot, but uh, I'm curious, how do you want Daryl to go out on the show? Dude, I, I never want Daryl to go out on the show. <laughs> you talking say. about? You just wanted to be um, alive in the, last, in, the, in the series finale. Heck yeah, man! I want, I want, I want the show to end with him. Like, you know, I'm not saying he's the last one standing, but uh, you know, I think we all want to be the last one standing. <laughs> you know? But um, man, I, don't, I mean, if he goes at some point, I'd like to just see him like walking down the road like Mad Max with a dog next to him. Mm-hmm. You never <laughs> like see dog. it again. Didn't you want a pet? You, know I mean? you want Daryl Dixon to have a pet dog at some point? Yeah, I kept asking everybody for a dog. Um, I'm still going to keep asking until they give me a dog. Every week, I get a dog. I'm just going to show up with a bunch of dogs until someone falls in love with one. If they would just get you a dog, dog every day. Get you a dog and stick you in the comic. God, you, you, you think go. you yeah, deserve right? that. Come on. Right? I do too. Yeah. I think it's time. I, I think do. I want to be there. Let's lobby for it, everybody. Hey, we have a baby. Let's bring a dog. <laughs> Hashtag Daryl gets a dog. Yeah, there you go. Um, what's the worst mistake to make around a zombie? The worst mistake? Yeah. Uh, burp. <laughs> um, I don't know. The worst mistake to make around a fall asleep, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> and then, uh, Jen, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wrap it up. Do you want to ask anything else? Yeah, can I ask one more yeah, question? Yeah, go for it. Um, what group of non-Walking Dead celebrities, actors, would you want to be stuck in in a zombie apocalypse? Like maybe you name three and why would you pick them? Wow. Um, Wow. Um, Does that have to be cheesy? Oh, no. no, I guess not. Um, Charlie's Angels? No. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Um... The cast of Spring Breakers, maybe, um, or maybe the cast of Sucker Punch, all for ever, all for oh, all for those reasons. I think we get the idea. <laughs> okay, and uh, like I mentioned, we do we we ask everybody one rule is that you leave a zombie sound. Do you want to hear another castmate first? Yeah. Who do you want to hear? Um, let me hear, let me hear Andy. Okay. <laughs> that was early on. Here's uh, here's Chandler. Wow. Okay, your turn. If you don't mind. My turn? Yeah. <laughs> That's almost like a burp. Uh, <laughs> You know, when, when we did that thing um, where Andy and I cut open the zombie looking for the remains of Sophia, mm-hmm. they had oh, an yeah. air tube 
that would blow hot air in our faces when we were doing it, mm-hmm. and the sounds that that it made when we were when I was cutting it open was like, because <laughs> 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 all the organs would settle into each other so destructive. That's why we were laughing so hard. Nice. <laughs> okay, man. Thank you so much. That was awesome. Thank you. Love talking yeah. to you. Yeah, it was a pleasure. Appreciate it. Cool. Thanks, Ben. Have a good day. Yeah, Thank you care. Too. Take care. I would love to. Bye, guys. Bye, Norm. Bye.